Omaha. Pinned down on that godforsaken beach. Thinking if I lay there, I'll maybe die. But if I get up, there ain't no maybe about it. Then one man broke through. Michael. 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 When the Templars murdered my family, when the whole bloody world's gone crazy, Hellcat, Sector 9, to Michael. Pass into the middle for Flanagan. Flanagan, lots of room, lots of that. Give it a chance. King King with the hat trick. It had to happen. Oh, absolutely. It couldn't happen to a better guy. This guy's been playing hard all game. Every game of the season he comes to play, and it paid off right there. Everybody and welcome to the Ming and Mike Show, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jane Sound Bob's secret stash. You sh- no Mike today. Usually Mike is sitting here waxing poetic on whatever topics that we were we were uh, whatever we're picking up. But Mike decided to take the day off. He had to go Christmas shopping. So instead, I bring you the amazing, the talented, the Grammy Award nominated Samantha Aurelio. Everybody, hello. It's good to have you back. It's it's not a trip back to Jersey unless you stop by and podcast it's with us. It's pretty true. I yes. think I've I think I've podcast every time I've I've come home. Just wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't feel right. Wouldn't feel right. Yes. So uh, so this is what's going on, Samantha. Uh, this used to be the Smart Coast Morning Show, if you remember. Okay. Yes. And it was a it was a show that uh, um, we have different hosts every day of the week or almost every day of the week. Mm-hmm. So we had to kind of share a whole feed. Mike and I have branched out. We're, we're we have our own empire now, it's called the Mike and the Ming and Mike Show. Have our own I, iTunes feed. Every show on there is ours. You guys are the dynamic duo. We're well, thank you. It's pretty. <laughs> I don't know about dynamic. We're we are a duo. It's true. Dynamic mm-hmm. depends on what day it is. Depends on how much coffee I've had. But but I welcome you. If you tuned into the old Smart Coast Morning Shows, you will recognize Samantha as our first and I think only musical guest. <laughs> Which, uh, but yeah. you, it was cool. You blew up. You you, uh, you set our podcast feed afire after you appeared can, on here. But we trucked in <laughs> like a hundred pound keyboard in here. Uh, I yeah. wired up a mic. Hope I didn't even know if it was gonna work. Yeah. And it sounded. There was a ukulele involved. There was a ukulele involved. Yeah, it sounded really good. Yeah. I've, I've heard some other musical acts, uh, some other podcasts have have had, and it didn't sound as good. It's not as cool as us. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those like cross your fingers and hope it works. Yeah, that was and a fun day. Yeah. I didn't even know if the keyboard would fit in here. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really <laughs> There's stand. There's not a lot of room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, I mean, my dream was always to have a musical act on the on the podcast. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know anything about engineering, and um, you know, I, putting where to put mics and all that Ooh, stuff. And uh, Rob Bruce, that. everybody, Rob Bruce has stopped by. <laughs> Rob Bruce, uh, it, it, how, how can we never see Rob Bruce and Mike Zapsik in the same room? Are you in fact one and the same person? Yes, yes, I am. Yes. I mean. No, <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, they're they're at uh, they're 
It's not true. They're at odds with each other right now, Samantha. The rumors of my death are not true. I know. I know you. you I know that you only look like a walking corpse. He's I not do. dead. Oh, you guys. Mike and Rob. You've been around both of them at I the have. same time. They butt heads. They're like <laughs> brothers. It's. I have a brother. I understand. I also have sisters. So. Yeah, but no, those two are really <laughs> butt heads. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to. I don't have the exact episode number, but you can listen to multiple live music episodes with oh, Samantha yeah. Leo, as well as episodes where you just come in yeah and, um, and we chat and get involved in we our went to a, a studio we did oh yeah that's right we uh you were the first guest on the the infamous Ming Chen Sunset Marquee podcast session I know in Los Angeles we California. thought that up one day over coffee and we then did I moved to LA yeah. and then we did it yeah <laughs> weird it was crazy and then I kept going back so um yeah. For anybody who heard those, uh, yeah, we, uh, let's see. The first year we did, I had two guests. It was you and Diane Farr. Good old Diane. From, from Numbers. Yeah. From Rescue Me, from a number of projects, yeah. from California Kitchen. That one time, Ming was like, oh, my friend Diane, you know. And then she walked in and I was like, oh, my God, I know her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard you were a big Numbers fan. I was. I didn't <laughs> I did know this. I like that show. Yeah. And I she didn't even I just enjoyed it. it was yeah, fun. I always think she's the best part of, of her. My favorite role that she'd been in was Californication, which yeah. I should show you a very yeah. very uh very sexy role mm. very uh very risque she um i'm so impressed by people who can pull that off because i'm just a dork 24 7 so I'm, I'm very impressed by people who can like pull that off yeah so there's there's one scene where she gets naked and oh, i'm like okay. wow well, you look that's, that's a really easy well, i was like wow diane you, i was like wow diane you look great she's like uh that was a body double oh. it wasn't me <laughs> so there's a whole there's a whole she wrote a whole article about picking her double yeah. Where at first they would send her photos. Yeah. And um and she was like, well, she I want to pick what she wanted to look like. Yes. So you know, Great. she's going through the photos and then she wants she decides on the one that she wants. She was like, I want this one. And the wow. casting director, whoever was directing the episode, was like, uh, okay, we have a problem here. And like you know, this girl that you've picked out is a D cup. You are not a D cup. This wouldn't it just wouldn't match up. Yeah. And so you're so why they why then. She's like, well, why did you send me the photo then? But, yeah. Yeah. But she picked a, a double was more appropriate. So I think they actually got to meet on the day they shot that wow. scene. And it was, uh, uh, is it, you know, there's the awkwardness, a little awkwardness, I guess. And I, I think in the back of her mind while she's talking to this girl, she's like, no, no, go back to Kansas and, you know, put your clothes back on. Like, <laughs> don't, you don't do this, Don't honey. go down this dark path. <laughs> but on the other side of her brain, it was kind of like, wow, you look great. Like, I, you, yeah. you are, thank you for making me look awesome. Yeah. For the people who are going to think it's me. That's you awesome. Know, ideally, you I don't. I just go on Pinterest and pick what my body is. I'm going to be like, that one. Right. <laughs> for, yes, for anytime anybody has to see you in public yeah. or on the screen While or I'm sitting at In-N-Out eating like a double-double. <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was cool. You never hear those stories, though. Yeah, that's cool. You never cool. hear those stories. And she's very honest about what she talks about. That's so great. I'll, I'll, I'll tweet out or link up that episode. Yeah. So then the I next. I her. I haven't seen her since then. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a year either. Yeah. Um, we did it. So, we, uh, so the next year I went back and I ate had interviewed eight guests mm-hmm. and you said on, on most of those yeah. pretty much all of them so uh you know so we went you know we were we, breaking the law then yeah 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 we, we ended up moving to an outdoor area and uh i had spent two days interviewing eight people mm-hmm. uh, all of those are also on the smart ghost morning show feeds i, I think someone wound up on sl comics if they were depending on uh, on what topic mm-hmm. they were on but uh at the end of the second day i had one more to do and the hotel staff came over and like <laughs> Did you get permission to podcast here? And I'm like, honestly, no, I didn't. 
And, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, you know, this is a cool place. I love this place. They're you know? liking all your social media. Yeah, they're posts. liking all my social media. <laughs> so so it was weird that they told me. Yeah. That, and they were like, well, I'm like, do you want me to leave? Yeah. Do you, you, you know, is this, is this bad? I was like, well, normally we don't let people do stuff like this here. You know, you have to get prior approval. And I'm like, oh, okay, I, I'll leave if you want me to. I'm sorry. They're like, nah, you've been here for two days. Don't worry about it. So, so silly that they would come to yeah. you then. Yeah. they're right there. Like right the front there. desk is right there. Like yeah, and like, it was, it was, people were, it's in a very public area. So people were walking yeah. back and forth. There were people looking over. Yeah. Trying to figure out what we were doing. When um, Adam Lambert walked by and Claudia Wells convinced me to chase after him. Yes. And her Ad, and I yeah. chased after him. Yeah. Adam Lambert walked by. Uh, they were doing a, um, a classic rock hall of fame award yeah, ceremony so, so cool. a lot of the 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 presenters and the award recipients were staying there who else was there so i i remember seeing uh, billy gibbons was there from zz top yeah. looking by and uh, he smiled so i thought yeah i'm going to only assume that he was impressed yeah so of course yeah, yeah you never know who you're gonna <laughs> wind up seeing at the sunset Marquee. yeah no you have no and then idea this year i went back for a third year recorded another eight podcast mm-hmm. which will be, re- be released on the uh i'm it's part of the Mike and Ming network. Great. I missed out on those, so I'm excited to hear them. Yeah, they're 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 pretty good. But again, the 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 cool guy that walked by and gave me a thumbs up this time was Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Just Thor. The, See, it's a good thing a I wasn't God there because himself. I would have passed out. <laughs> Think so. Well, here's the thing. He, he walked by and uh, he's talking. Uh, a friend of mine was there that they both knew. Uh, a guy who worked mm-hmm. with Stanley, so of course they they knew each other. Mm-hmm. Started talking. I'm looking at this guy and I'm like, I know this guy. And I should have known right away, but to me at that moment, Chris Hemsworth was like the last person I thought I would see. Yeah. Here, so I couldn't. It's like my brain exploded. I didn't realize. Yeah. Until moments later, I was like, "Holy, that was Thor." <laughs> Wait a second. It's Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> yeah. How crazy. Yeah. So I was introduced to him briefly, which you can actually hear on the podcast. I'm not oh, going to cut. Cool. I'm not going to cut it out. No, that, that stays out. in like forever. That yeah. just stays there. Yeah, I'm not cutting that out. And so he leaves. But later on, he came back, and I was still podcasting. Gave me a gave me a, not one thumbs up, but two. It was double thumbs up. You Got, can retire now. Yeah, and people are, are like, <laughs> "Does he is he as handsome as he is in the movies?" I'm like, dude, even more. He still had the flowing hair. He, he still had the flowing hair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. At that point, why even bother cutting it? Oh, yeah. Good looking, dude. Good looking, dude. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. But you live in L.A. now. Uh, yeah. I, I urge you to go back and listen to the episode with, with Samantha. Uh, she is, in fact, a Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter. Indeed. Yes. and she, Indeed. Uh, but from Jersey. Jersey girl through and through. Jersey totally girl. East, Born and raised. Totally East Coast, but moved out there to find her fame and fortune and kicking ass and doing a lot of live shows. So if you're out there, you can see her. Yeah. Go see her because I can't. We'll get a drink. Yes. It'll be great. Yeah, Room 5, Hotel Cafe. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the Federal sometimes, the North federal. Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, get, yeah, get you all over around. The, yeah, we'll get you over the Troubadour, like all that. All that's, the, that's the 2016 goal. The Troubadour? Oh, I, I, I have no doubt you'll be, be at the Troubadour. That'd be the best. Yes. So I've, cool. I have no doubt. And um, I, drove, I, drove, I used to drive past it every day, bike past it every day. I'm like, oh my God, there it is. Yeah, the Troubadour is a world-famous music venue in mm-hmm. L.A. I believe, I believe the... Either John Lennon or Paul McCartney got kicked out of there one night. Oh, really? Yes. And the two, the two, the two men who had gone to to found uh, the Eagles met there at the bar. Oh Was yeah. It Glenn Fry and um, crap, what's the other guy's name? Um, the, I got Don it. Henley. Yes, Don Henley. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Yes, they met there at the bar, and they were probably both getting wasted. And they're like, hey, no big deal. Yeah, like, hey man, you want to start a band? 
Yeah, man, we'll call it the Eagles. It'll be great. I love the Eagles. Yeah, you know I love the Eagles. I do know you love the Eagles. <gasps> I don't care who knows it. That it's was my band. Not a, it's that was not my band. It's, Samantha. It's nothing to be. A, it's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> yeah, I love them. Yeah, but if you want to uh, hear Samantha's music, you can go to samanthaaurelio.com. That's A U R E L I O. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And, yes, all over iTunes. You can download her, her EPs mm-hmm. or albums. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Actually, we're here to talk about Christmas, though. We are. We're here to talk Happy about Christmas. Happy holidays. We are 11 days away. Yes. The, the Holy spirit, cow. The spirit has hit me. The spirit actually just hit me about three days ago. Did it. Now, I love Christmas. It's not the... And it's never... It, when I was younger, it was about getting presents, of course. Of course. Now, I love giving stuff away. I me love too. giving presents. I love... But I have to, like, pump the brakes because I'll, like, get people, like, seven presents as their present. I'm like, oh, this will go perfect with that. And, this, and like... I've done that. It's, it's too much. It's a it, bad... It's too much. Like, I... I used to personally write all of my Christmas cards. Yeah, I'd be I, like writing for like three days straight. Yeah, I did too. There was a there was a time maybe about ten years ago. I was very into sending Christmas cards. Yeah, I love sending Christmas cards. So right after Thanksgiving ended, I would buy like the coolest cards I could buy, which were usually from the Museum of Modern Art You're store. You're getting a Christmas card this year. Oh, okay. That, well, oh, okay. I'll, they I'm just gonna haven't be, gone out yet. I'm going to be waiting for not it. Yet. And I would write a huge thing about you know I. Uh, th- Thank you, you're a great friend. I had a great year, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this one time, da 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 Yeah, sometimes I would throw in a photo of us or something like that. It just takes so long. It did. And then, yeah, it took so long. And then I, the it just added up the expense. Yeah. You know, I could go get, no one cares about, why well, wanted cards that people wouldn't throw out right away. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. But now I just realized they're going to throw them out anyways. So It's true. Yeah. So, but but I, I love sending them anyway. And I think that there's something so special about getting something in the mail. Yeah. And it's so much different than like people sending like Christmas greetings like online and I like texts on Christmas. I just think there's something so special about knowing that somebody like took your address down, walked over to the post office, sent you mail and you get it like, like what a surprise that is. Your, I think everyone should get snail mail. It's a physical, tangible item. Yes. That, that expresses at the end of the year oh, how you felt so about great. them. So great pretty cool so but I, haven't, I haven't sent a card in years it just got really? i think it just added up it just got really expensive like you said the time so i would like to yeah i would like to start that up again i th- I also think now I, I know so many more people yeah that becomes really hard <laughs> my box set of christmas cards came in 12 and i was like okay maybe i should buy one more box yeah <laughs> but it's like a very small list of people that i like send them to because if i sent them to everyone i knew you're like spending 300 on just postage yeah or I guess what I should do now is just do the, the kid thing. Just send the card with the photos of the kids on it. Yeah, yeah. you could just get, like, photos taken. Yeah, I've just been so... I, I mean, I don't mean to sound like I've been swamped or anything, but I'm just like, oh, I've been so busy this year. You I have been even super busy this year, though. It. But, well, I mean, I've been traveling for conventions. I don't That's really... That's busy, though. I mean, that takes up to, a lot of time to, like, it, go to the airport and fly. And, like, even while I've been home for a week, you've already been... <laughs> you went to Georgia and came back. Yeah. You know, you've been gone already. Yeah, I don't know. Busy to me is the... It, to me, the connotation is busy to me uh, implies that you're working like it's work. It's And then work implies to me it's something that you don't... that Something... There's something else you'd rather be doing, but, but work is... But you love what some, you do, so you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, so it doesn't feel like work going to all these conventions. So, it's just busy. Yeah, but you know, but you know, when you're going for a weekend or whatever, three, four days. But you know, you're, like you said, the flying, the traveling, mm-hmm. there and back, like all the stuff that bookends the 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 cons that I've been going to. Yeah. It is. It takes time away from other things, Absolutely. such as Christmas cards. Christmas cards. So I have not sent one yet this year. But yeah, let's, I, I'm gonna. And then, like, I, you're gonna send me one. I would love to send you one back, but then. That means I have to send everybody one. Well, it doesn't, but... You don't have to send anyone back. Well, 
Samantha, here's your Christmas. Merry Christmas. Samantha. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Why not? This is an audio. You just saved me postage. I don't even have to send it to you anymore. Merry yeah. Christmas. Well, how appropriate. That's an audio Christmas card to you. There you go. You know, you're, you're, you're a singer. You know, the audio is very important to, it's to true. what you do. It's true. You know, if not essential. It's true. If not the basis of, of what you love to do. Yeah. Yeah. I was so poor two years ago that I made a Christmas album in my apartment which i thought was away which i thought was amazing and you sent out physical copies I and did. as well as digital copies I which did. saved some postage and yeah yeah but uh but for those of you who would want to who want to hear the christmas album it's online you can buy it that one is on bandcamp it is on bandcamp uh, samantha aurelio.bandcamp.com absolutely we are, i painted myself gold you for did that photo shoot you did best photo shoot i ever did Thank yes. you, Jordan Walson, for the photos. Yes, as well as messiest photo show. Super messy. Did. It took so long to put the you're, paint on. You're and then still like, pulling gold out of uh, <laughs> out of places that yeah. You're still pulling. gold Oh my gosh, out. it was it was crazy because to spray like my hair gold, yes. my hair's super dark. Yeah. So we had to spray it white, and then we had to spray it gold, and then yeah. we had to spray it sparkly. <laughs> I like couldn't breathe. I had to keep. It took forever to do the spraying because I had to keep walking. So away we did from the multiple cloud. layers. It was there was layers involved. Yeah, it looks good though. It was super fun. I yeah. had a really good time. Yeah, check it out. I'll I'll post again. I'm going to yeah. I'll tweet a link. That to one's it. Mary Mary. Go Mary Mary. You did mm-hmm. five songs. Five songs. Five of your favorite songs, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was uh, Mary. Did you know? Um, uh, what are you doing New Year's Eve? Yeah. I'm trying to remember the other three, which were. Um, Let's do it. I can't remember, but I wonder. Um, is is it on Spotify? No. Ah. Uh, that stinks. Well, well, uh, if I can pull up some track, actually, I have it here on iTunes. I'll see. I'll, I'll see if I can pull it up. There, it's. Let me see what I got here. It's pretty. I it's, love that I don't even know the track list. It's pretty dope. No, oh, well, I mean you did it two years ago. It's true. But I mean that was uh, when when I think when we all got that it was the. It's it was beginning like, to look a lot like Christmas. Beginning to look a lot like Santa Christmas. Baby. Silent <laughs> Night. What are you doing New Year's Eve? When you did Santa Baby, were you channeling? Did you channel a little Marilyn Monroe? I'm always channeling Marilyn Monroe. Okay. <laughs> and uh, if you listen to that song, it's um, some people love it. I, I like it. I think it's very, it's fun. It's tongue, little tongue it's in fun. cheek. It's fun. Yeah. But then you have some people, the the more PC of of today's, the more yeah. PC today who frown on the materialism and the uh, the um, I think some of the some some of the people who are hardcore. They're like, oh, that's. Uh, sh- She's a gold digger. She's yeah. a gold digger. I'm like, yeah, well. They got to have a New York accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gold digger. Oh, hey, hey, oh, hey, well, he's a gold digger. Like, well, you know, it's, come on, man. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Yes. So uh, if, you, uh, if you're wrapping Christmas under the tree, I suggest, I highly suggest you go and download that. Mm-hmm. It's the best. If you want a physical copy, I'll mail it to you. Yeah, she can do that too. I'll do it. I think Mike Zapsik's the only guy who buys physical media anymore. <laughs> and he de- he'll defend it to his last breath. I like having CDs, I but can't. like they're gone. They, I lose them. Yeah, I, I lose I them. I will buy scratch. it because I love to support, but that's like I'll never. I download the computer, yeah. and then I don't take the CD yeah. out anymore. I lose them, I scratch them. I, uh, they yeah. take up space. There's nothing. Yeah, I did not buy Adele's new album. I was like, I can't listen to it on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Hey, well, yeah, the well, okay, yeah. There's that where you don't even have to pay for it anymore. Yeah, yeah, I, I pay for it. Well, I, you know, I do music lessons, so yeah. students need to hear songs. So right. I just pay for Spotify. Right. Boom. Done. Boom, done. Boom, done. But uh, I, I'll, I'll see Mike. Uh, there's a music shop across the street called Jack's Music Shop. Mm-hmm. You may have seen in Chasing Amy. He'll come over with an armload of DVDs, sometimes a CD. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. Physical media, it's dead. He's like, no, man, I like this. 
I want. I, I like to feel it in my hand. He's very old school. That yeah. Way. He's very old school. Zapsic. Well, I mean, he took the. Uh, there, there was a quote from Stan Lee uh, in regards to digital comics, and people mm-hmm. always ask us the question: Digital comics, is it going to kill comic book stores? How is it affecting your business? And I always chew back with them the this famous quote that they asked Stanley. They're like, "Stan, are digital comics uh, are they going to kill the industry? Are they going to you know are people going to stop buying the physical comics that you created back in the day?" And he's like, "Well, you know, it's, it's you know it's much like a woman. You know, I, I I like to see a naked woman on a computer screen, but there's no match to seeing and feeling a naked woman <laughs> in person." All right. And I'm like. Right. Damn, Stan. Picking up what he's putting You're down there. You're smooth. <laughs> that is smooth. That is I like that's smooth. And that's the go-to. That's that. He's he's correct. Yeah. He's correct in that aspect. And, and in regards to comics, I, I believe that fully. The music thing with the CDs, not as not I, not as much. So turning all the lights on. Yes. <laughs> but I then. So you've created your own Christmas album. I wanted to ask you what your your favorite Christmas songs were. Yeah. In that regard. Well, yes, Samantha. we briefly were chatting about this. Yes. Mary, Did You Know is my favorite Christmas song. Yeah. It was my mother's favorite Christmas song, so it's something that just sort of, I've heard forever, a million different versions of it. Yeah. Um, but growing up, we always got like these crazy albums, like Christmas albums, or any sort of like mock album, making fun of something. You're very weird, Al. Um, and <laughs> my parents... Every time we would drive up to my grandma's for Christmas or um, when we were taking long road trips, we would listen to um, Twisted Christmas. Yes. Do you have a favorite track off uh, uh, done by a, a gentleman named Bob Rivers? Absolutely. And the, are these tongue-in-cheek like grandma got run over by radio or, or by reindeer? Reindeer. By radio? Type, type tune. Yeah. Do you have a... I have the album pulled up I here. mean, the 12 Pains a... of Christmas is pretty clever. Okay. Um, And then... Oh, God. What was... I have tracks up here. It's so good, though. Wow. Oh, the number eight, the restroom Dorset gentleman. That one always gets stuck in my head. The restroom Dorset. Ge- it's right, for the longest on, time. Uh, I didn't even know the words to real Christmas songs because this these were the Christmas songs that I would listen to growing okay. up. I'm trying to find this. Uh, I I have pulled up here, the the Bob Rivers. It's a box set. Oh, I'm pretty sure we had it at one point. <laughs> I have no doubt. So this is a uh, if uh, if this plays here, the 12 p. This is the twi- the twelve pains of Christmas. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> the stringing up the lights guy um, sounds just like my uncle. <laughs> your uh, your uncle Mike. No. You're not your other uncle. No, the, my great uncle. Your great uncle. Yeah, Unc we call him. He's from Brooklyn. And that you would roll this all the way up to your grandma, like over yeah. the river and through the woods to oh, grandmother's yeah, house absolutely. we go. Except with this. That guy sounds just like my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> And it would be like, this is a knee slapper. Oh, yeah, this is the best. Okay. This is Christmas to you. Yes. I like this. Oh, and they get so mad by the end of it. They just they just get so mad. Right. You have to listen to the whole thing. I, I suggest will. everybody what was the, uh, go What was the other track you said? Uh, the, uh, the Restroom Dorsa Gentleman. The Rusted Dorsa. Oh, the here restroom it is. Jo- door, yeah. Right, wait, I got it. Got- so these are, okay, these are very weird all. Yeah. And these are all they are these are all safe for work. These are kid friendly. Yeah. Okay, like no bad language or anything. Okay, so this no. is very wholesome. Yeah. But in yeah, comedic. just implied humor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I would have never guessed this. Really? If you asked me, um, yeah. I would have thought, um, I don't know. As my favorite Christmas songs, you would. Well, I, I know, uh, I know a lot of, uh, I, I know a lot of people put out their own Christmas albums now, um, yeah. and you like, uh, you like a lot of artists that, that I, I'm just now becoming familiar with because yeah. I'm, because I'm, I'm old. Uh, but I know, um, you know, you like Sarah Bareilles. Is there a Sarah Bareilles Christmas album? Uh, no, she did. Oh. She did a song last year called "Love Is Christmas." Yeah, and she did a song with um, God. What's his name? And they they did a song that's called the the mango underneath the mango tree, and then they just re released a holiday version of underneath the Christmas. Oh, tree. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, God, what's his name? That's cool. But yeah, the, she hasn't had an album. Kelly Clarkson put out an album. Yeah, lately I've been I've been trying to look for like alternative Christmas. Uh, I think like Smashing Pumpkins did a yeah did a Christmas song. I used to have a whole album of them that I don't I don't have right now. But uh, I just I, you know I'm a I'm I'm a dirty I try to be a dirty hipster. So I want you know I want the Smashing Pumpkins Christmas, not the more traditional ones. Oh, of course. Yeah. But I think uh, I think um, in addition. Hold on. In addition to the song I played uh, as we came in here, uh, Run DMC's Christmas and Hollis is probably one of my favorite Christmas tunes. Oh, yeah? For sure. But um, but if I had a close second, it would probably be the Waitress's Christmas rapping, which, uh, and I say this every year on yeah. the podcast, yeah. I, try, I, I, I always like hearing what Mike considers a good, good Christmas tune. Yeah. He's more... Um, He's more Barry Manilow than, say, Run DMC. Got it. Like, more, more easy listening, yeah. shall I say? Yeah. I mean, I'm he all won't about admi- that. He I'm all about that. He That's ad- great. He won't admit it, although uh, I, I think he got so mad. I came in one day, and it was, he, was, he was blasting Barry Manilow. I love that. And um, I, was, See, I was making fun of him, and he got, I think he, I don't think he was, he, I think he got, a, I think he's, he may have been a little upset. Oh. And he was saying he was being, playing it to be ironic, and I don't think he was, though. But... Oh, Zach Brown Band. Zach, Zach Brown, Brown Band. Band, yes, with Sarah Bareilles. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. But yeah, even just listening to the little clips of the Twisted Christmas makes me feel oh, more does? like All right, the holiday you're, you're, spirit. Because yeah? you hear Christmas music like everywhere. Yeah, but that's uh, you, you, yeah, but you hear the, hear the usual tunes. I want to yeah, hear the unusual. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, this is uh, the waitress's Christmas rapping. I think everybody knows this one. It's, and uh, and uh, it also opened up uh, Jersey Girl. Yeah, the Kevin Smith yep. movie Jersey Girl, but this when I hear this one, I this Kevin is Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith presents Jersey Girl. Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck. I finally met that man. Kevin? Yeah, because I had never met him. How is that possible? I don't know. Um, yeah, you met him a couple, like a month and a half ago. We were, we were at Hollywood Babylon. At yeah, the improv. he was talking about South, and I was like, Hell yeah, Oh, Middletown South? South. Yeah, and I was like, Hell oh, yeah, South. The, and he's like, during... Oh, you know the area? And I was like, Yes. Why was he talking about Middletown South? I don't remember. I think he was saying it was he was talking about something that opened near South or something. Yeah. You're you're like And I was like, Hell yeah, South. Hell yeah. He's like, Ooh, are you familiar with the area? Yeah. Graduated from South, what what? There uh <laughs> there's a great line from the Kevin Smith movie Chasing Amy mm-hmm. which goes, uh, all the all the chicks who went to South uh, are bitches and sluts. Whoa. <laughs> little little shout out to little shout out to Middletown South for you. Thank you, Middletown South. Yeah. You can take. You can thank Kevin. Oh no! No wait! No, I think no. It was all no. The line was all the all the chicks who went to North were bitches and sluts, not South. My wife went to Milltown North, by the by, just, just yeah. <laughs> so no, you're safe. 
Great. <laughs> You're safe. I don't know his opinion on yeah. girls who aren't the middle tone, so yeah. But Merry Christmas to there. Do you do you have a Christmas song that you can't stand? That you do not I, like. You know, I, I can't, asked you this before, and you said and you I couldn't. And I can't think of any. And you know, I've been looking up songs. I yeah, was trying well, you to don't. You don't have it to. It doesn't have to be a stretch. But can I tell you that what is coming up on every bad Christmas list is the Chipmunk song? Really? That Christmas. No and way. And I love the Chipmunk Christmas. Hold on, I have to. I have to find this because it is. Yes. It's coming up on like every list I look at. Christmas, don't be late. Yeah. Yeah. I love it though. Yeah, and they play this uh, at the beginning of my uh, my other favorite movie, Almost Famous. Yeah. This opens up Almost Famous. I just love this song. Okay, Alvin. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed that it was on Billboard's list. Why? Who 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 could hate this song? No, it was on their worst list. Who's they? Like every. I looked at Huffington Post. I looked oh, at yes. They obviously have no taste. Haters. Obviously have no Haters taste. Haters going to hate. Yes. Yeah, I mean, seriously. Listen to that harmony. I know. I'm going to ask this young lady over here. Uh, the, the Chipmunks Christmas song. The, yeah, it is, right? Yeah, it totally is. It's so great. It is, how could you hate that song? I'm disappointed in the people who make those lists. Me, I want a hula hoop. It's, oh, it's best, so good. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Even better though, my kids love it. And that's that's all that's that, all that in the end that's all that matters. Good pull, Samantha. This is yeah. This is. This, I think there's a video too. Yeah. You can pull up on YouTube. Yeah. And they keep uh, there's um yeah. Alvin's just trying to find the hula hoop. Yeah. And it's like bouncing around and yeah. he's like ripping it into the packages. I love and, that. Yeah. I'm sure there's some terrible Justin Bieber Christmas song or something, somewhere in the world. I'm pretty sure there are Christmas songs that I dislike, but I is Bieber I, that bad as a professional singer? No. Bieber He's, is actually sing, right? quite a wonderful musician. I think if he wasn't such a, He's a, a little, little shit. Yeah. If it wasn't I, for that, if he But here's the here's the thing. He's incredibly talented. He's very musical. Mm-hmm. He's the problem was is they gave like three hundred million dollars to like a fifteen year old. Yeah, what and else he, would he want? <laughs> and if he had come into his fame like later, like because he literally got like signed and his yeah. His like development deal was like very short. The period was very short. Right. And he was like already Boom. in the spotlight. Bieber, Bieber was He was already was, famous before he was famous on his yeah, the YouTube videos. Absolutely. Right? That's how he and came there, to power. There was no like developmental like right. period. Yeah. Where he got like well, well, uh, as a here well, uh, just real quick, usually walk us through the steps of super music stardom. The usual path is you well, start singing and then you <laughs> I, what you would think is okay. you you sing, you perform, right. whatever. Um, an A and R agent finds you, yes, and then you sign a developmental deal. Right. And let's say you have like a two year contract, win- right? Like a window. And what that is is they develop you as an artist right. before they show you, and then at the end of that, they decide whether or not to sign you. T- as an artist right. to the label and then once you get signed as an artist then they start pushing promotion for you yeah. I believe at you've already started recording in your yeah. development deal right um, I haven't had one of those so I don't know um, I have friends who have had them um, only but a matter of time my dear only step by step time. my friend yes um, but so you're mm. saying he had none of that he, had just no, like, he literally was just go. like what was it who, who found him I don't know like 
I, 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 who found let's him? just say yes. Yeah, <laughs> someone. But he, I mean, he's super talented, and then so it makes me angry. But he's he's really really talented, right, and, and I do, do enjoy his music. Yeah. more so now. But uh, I think he's it, better. It, now. It's his personal life that people have a problem with. Yeah, for the but most part. I mean, he's a star, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are cool. There are you know Justin Bieber, like train wreck stars, and then there are like cool people stars. Oh yeah, there's tons of cool people. Yeah, I've met so many cool people. Yes. You know, like uh, like Frank Sinatra or Happy I don't know. birthday. Yes, is his birthday? It was his birthday on the twelfth. Wow, one hundred years old. I, I have a I have a Frank Sinatra anecdote I'm going to bring up later on. Yeah, in the show. I bought the New Jersey Monthly at the store ah, the other day. Okay. Frank Sinatra, Jersey native, he was Jersey on boy. The, on the cover, it says Frank Sinatra, the Jersey years. Rest in peace, Frank. I'm sure he's got a Christmas album. Go grab it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I think he does. Yeah. I was listening to him the other day. I was like cleaning and just like listening. To just him. crank and Frank. Just crank and just Frank. Crank and Frank. Yeah. I, love I had it. my little Bluetooth speaker like blasting in the oh, apartment. Yeah. It was great. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did it? Well, now you live in LA. It's not. Yeah. You drive through. It doesn't really feel like Christmas when there's, there's no. no snow. Mm-mm. And at the Christmas that they do try to present to you in LA, it's, it's very artificial. Yeah. Can I say? Yeah. Where it's it's just tough. Um, they even have a spot at a. Outdoor shopping mall called the Grove, where every hour on the hour there will blow fake snow. Yeah, and it's just, um, yeah, it's not the same. I enjoy they try. it because they try. Give them a for effort. That's like they try there. They try. Um, I do like to drive around like neighborhoody places right. to try to find lights. Um, but it, you know, honestly, it really never feels like the holidays. No. Like Thanksgiving comes and goes, and I'm like, wait, it's fall. What? Like even I mean even coming home I wish it was colder here yeah. because it really it really doesn't feel like Christmas is in eleven days. Yeah, I think the 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 only guy I know I know like puts a lot of effort into Christmas is Kevin. He has he uh, as far as I know every year as far as I've known since he's lived in L.A. He's had the biggest tree trucked over to his house and they have to crane it in into his third story window. I'm proud of him. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, otherwise it wouldn't be Christmas for him. I yeah. think if he didn't get that tree craned into the uh, the top floor, so. I'm sure uh, if you go back and look at his Twitter feed, I'm, so, I'm sure you'll see a, a, a photo of this, of That's said great. tree. I'm going to go find it. Yeah. Does he decorate yeah. the outside of his house and everything? I don't think he does that, just because it's uh, that's a little much. Yeah. Yeah. I but. mean, also the thing in L.A. is like no one's driving around there. Like right. he yeah. lives like in yeah, yeah, probably yeah, in a crazy windy hill somewhere, you know, like. No, people aren't going to be driving by. You, like, you know the hill I've taken you through yeah, by the house. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's a cool neighborhood up in the Hollywood Hills, but I don't think yeah. a lot of people. Go I didn't even realize we were neighbors. <laughs> really, uh, I mean, you are like some, kind you of were the same somewhat. Area. Yeah, you're somewhat <laughs> neighbors. Yeah, so once upon a time. Yeah, and then uh, you know you buy your tree. I'm, well, I you buy your tree like in a parking lot. Yeah. In LA, so, so the I do. Corner of Franklin do you miss Island. it? Do you miss it all? East Coast, the East Coast Christmas. Yeah, but I do wish it was colder here. Oh, right I, now? I miss the, like, crisp, cold. I don't. I, don't. I mean, I'm sure you don't, but I, I, don't, don't, I don't get it, it at all. So, like, <laughs> that's I why I miss it. I don't it. miss it. So, uh, for any of you listening on the uh, the West Coast, uh, LA area, we will we spread a little bit of our East Coast Christmas cheer to you. Indeed. Yes. Uh, the one Christmas song I don't I can't stand is this one, and you can agree with me or, or not, but <laughs> just uh, once really? I, I hear those songs and, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love this song. Do you? Well, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you probably because it's very classic. Did you hear I, her sing it last year? I did. She performed it live, and um, she. Oh yeah, I did. It was a kind of a train wreck. It was a train wreck. If, yeah. I think um, I think I played it last year on a pod. Did you? I found the. I yeah, I found the audio. It was 
not awesome. <laughs> it's not awesome. And she was having, and, you know, granted, it, it was, she did it, it was outside, it's cold out, and as you can tell, singing outside, like, harder, it's a challenge. Or is that, or was that an excuse? That's an excuse. Okay, it's an excuse. Okay, okay, good. I want, that's why No one gets away with singing in the range that she sings for years and years and right. years and doesn't get vocal okay. nodes and, yeah. like, you know, like, then, you no know, one people, gets away with that. People tried to play it. I was like, okay, she's older now, like, whatever. But she was having trouble hitting the high notes. Yeah, she, I mean, she probably shot her voice after years and years. Like, that is a range that very few people can sing in. Right. But... I, I that, think just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something and I really think it damaged her voice over the long run because she was a very long performing like big tours and she had to sing all these songs and super popular so she was singing these songs like, all the time yeah all the time so she probably blew her voice out that's what I can, that's all I can think of yeah I, well I guess my pro- my problem with her is uh, that just pick a note like. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. I um. I mean, she's very Christina Aguilera too. Christina right. Aguilera does that. All the runs. Right. Wait. Oh, I think I found it. I don't know if uh, I don't know if this will convey the. Uh... Hold on. I, I watched a video where she was on a newscast watching herself sing this. Oh God, it's so bad. Starts out, starts out good. Starts out good. There's hope. Yeah, this is the one at Rockefeller, right? Mm-hmm. The lighting of the Christmas tree. That's right. Did you go see the tree while you're here? I did. It. it I am. Um, I'll. I'll. Here, I'll, 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 I'll turn it down a little bit. <laughs> we don't really need that to be in the forefront. <laughs> no. Um. But I. I can't remember. I, I. I'm sure in years past I have been around New York during Christmas, but this year I. I, I went this close to christmas it was magical mm. it was magical i don't know if you had the same feeling it was great but i was walking down a street uh, i was walking by a uh, sex fifth avenue which like decks out their whole store yeah. like they spent like millions yeah decking out the store and they were cranking the home alone soundtrack yeah and i was like this is cool that's great this is pretty awesome yeah i didn't get to go see macy's but um, we drove past it, which is cool. But yeah. I, I always love going to see it because it's just... I literally never go into Macy's until like Christmas time. I'm like, oh, it's so magical in yeah. here. But, um, yeah, don't buy, we don't buy yeah, anything. I, just, I, I don't even go in there, you know, yeah. any other time of the year. But right. it's just because it's there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were walking around. It's ma- if you everywhere you go. If it's you have like, a chance to do it, just one time in your life. It's just, just one magical. day. Walk down like past Radio City, Rockefeller City, look at the big tree. Yeah. All lit up. And across from uh, Radio City, they have the, like the ornaments that like the b- the, big gigantic, that huge one? gigantic thing of ornaments that they have. Yeah. Like all those trees in that little park across the street right. are all lit up. Like it's just really like magical. Yeah. right over there. Yeah. Oh, and, and I was saying it, the whole Christmas hit me this weekend. I went to I went to an island in Georgia. Mm-hmm. These two geniuses decided to come up with. A, they had the idea like we'll throw a Comic Con here on this island. And it was awesome. On an island. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like, this is genius. Like, I, I woke up from my hotel, I opened the door, and like the ocean was right there. And it's December. Oh, yeah, and I'm that like, awful. I'm like, you two guys are geniuses. They, they may not look like geniuses, our friends, uh, you know, but our friends who ran the Jekyll, Con- Jekyll Island Comic Con. Yeah. They may not look like your traditional geniuses, but I, want, I do want to give them a shout out for coming up with this genius idea to throw a con on an on a island in Georgia. Yeah. But they have palm trees there. And they would they put lights on the palm trees. That's so cool. 
It was pretty cool. That's so cool. It was pretty cool. So, all right. So that is the that was the one that was the one Christmas song I can't stand. Wow. All right. It's super know. overplayed. Super overplayed. It is. I just I don't know. But I also wanted to ask you, Samantha, your favorite Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Yes. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie or movies? You can list multiples if you want. My movies. Well, last night I watched Elf. Okay, which may or may not shock some people. I have never seen Elf. You've never seen Elf. No, I'll my, let you borrow it. I, I'll download it. You don't have to give me a physical okay. copy. Okay. Or you can gift it to me on iTunes. Isn't that great? I can do that. No, we don't have to do that anymore. I'll just yeah. gift it to you for two ninety nine or whatever right. it is. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I'm going to watch it this week. I have no excuse. I'm gonna follow up with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone I, I, follow up with but that. I, and um, I know it's disgusting that I haven't seen it. Like everyone quotes. It's so everyone good. Quotes Santa, Elf I, I know him. Yeah. It's so great. And I'll, I'll see clips, and I have no idea what people are talking about. Yeah. So I play along though, <laughs> as if I've seen it, because I don't want to be like. I do that a lot because I don't watch a lot of movies, <laughs> so yeah. I'm always like, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that one time, great. Yeah. Well, I know you have Back to the Future on repeat. On repeat. Basically. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's we don't play around. Back right. To the Future. No, 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 we don't. <laughs> But that's my favorite Christmas. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, but no, Elf is one that I think I have to watch, and it's kid friendly, so I watch oh, yeah. it with my kids. So. Absolutely. Okay. Oh my gosh, they're gonna love it. Yeah. Um, but my favorite movie is The Muppet Christmas Carol. The Muppet Christmas Carol. Absolutely. Came out in 1992. Mm-hmm. It was the first Muppet movie made after Jim Henson died. Really? So was, yes. Fun fact. Yes. Fun fact. So I do love that movie. So it was a little little bittersweet. Yeah. And if you if you're a Muppet fan at all, you know that he voiced Kermit up until his death. So mm-hmm. they had to find a replacement. Um, a dude, and they they found one. A dude by the name of Steve Whitmire handed handed the reins. The tough act to follow. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Henson. Yeah. Kermit. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. No and pressure, man. <laughs> yeah. So I. Uh, he did there, great. There's a story here where uh, you know they cast him for the role, and you know it's great, but he was. Uh, he was so nervous about taking over the role. He was so nervous. He you know, he wanted. To, he didn't know if he could do it. He wanted to back out. And uh, the night before that, he was going to re- go record the Kermit voice for the songs. Mm-hmm. He had to sing as Kermit as well. He, uh, he he's he's asleep. He he has a dream, and he claims that Jim Henson came to him in the dream, and uh, and said, um, "Listen, you feel unsure now, but the feeling will pass. You're going to do a great job." And after that, he, he, he woke up and he, wow. he he did it. So, wow. Yeah. And I never heard it. I've never heard anyone complain. Yeah, no. That. He's great. Yeah. I mean, you sound like you didn't even know. Nope, that didn't even know. Yeah. I'm on a mission to get into the, the like Muppet, Muppet Topia that's on La Brea. Muppet Topia? Oh, there's a like um, a topiary. Well, no, it's it's their. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the, the Jim Henson. Yeah, yeah, the, Jim Henson. Like, yeah, the, lot. they have their. Yeah, they have the office. The Jim Henson offices there. Yeah. Which. I want to go in there. There's which, a big um, Kermit on top. Yeah, it's great. Which uh, it's on Delaire, uh, La Brea, and Delongpre. If you want to boil yeah. it down to actual LA geography, absolutely. And I only know it because the Viewskew office used to be right across the street. Oh, really? Yeah. How funny. Yeah, there's a there's a famous story of. Um, there was a while, for a period, Brian Johnson lived in that office, got sick of paying rent. So he started living, he lived there for about a year. And, um, I'd do it. <laughs> yeah. And one night, uh, some drunk a-holes were walking by and they grabbed one of those, like, saw horses, you know, to block off a street and they threw it through the front door. Oh my And the gosh. front door was made out of glass. So Brian Johnson, sound asleep, dreaming sugar plums and, sure. and whatever, Absolutely. and fairies or whatever. And all of a sudden, this, this, this one sawhorse just comes comes crashing Holy through cow. the front door 
And uh, yeah, I think I think he went over and started yelling. At, there were a bunch of junk idiots, so I called the police and they had to buy a new door. But that imagine that you're asleep in an office. This is not a house, so he yeah he's asleep on this big giant leopard print beanbag. Of course, in the office, of course, which may explain his bad knees now or bad back. I don't know, but <laughs> I'm sure that story that, it was for, only because it was leopard print. That may be a story for another pod. <laughs> yeah, how so, crazy? Yeah, why them up at Christmas Carol though? I don't know. It was just something that I've always watched every year. Um, I liked the story way better than A Christmas Carol. I don't know. I just thought that it was really clever that the way that they incorporated the Muppets into it. Yeah. And I'm a huge fan of the Muppets. So it's a mix of... And uh, little tiny Tim. Yes, who played a Robin the Frog, if yeah. I'm not correct. Yeah. Robin uh, Kermit's cousin, mm-hmm. younger cousin. Mm-hmm. So I believe the basic plot is that Michael Caine plays Ebenezer, Ebenezer Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, you know the classic story. He's visited yeah. by the ghost of... Christmas past, past, present, and yeah. future, except mm-hmm. they're all Muppets. Yes. So, so cool. I believe, isn't the gro- the two, there are two girls of Christmas past, right? And they're Waldorf and Statler, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The two, yeah. I, and I don't want to be visited by them in any no. capacity. But They have yes. the little fire going. I just, I remember, I haven't even, I haven't watched it this year. So. Yeah, and it's a musical, right? They sing. Yeah. But then the Muppets sing in their yeah. Muppet voices. Yeah. And um, I, haven't, okay, I haven't seen it in so long. Yeah. I'm trying to. It's and so all, good. And all your classic Muppets are back. Of course. And then uh, Gonzo, there's a narrator, right? Like um, a narrator, uh, Gonzo, is Fozzie Bear in it? I'm a big yes. a Fozzie Bear. Miss Piggy. Yes. Kermit. Yes. And, but uh, it's, this uh, was pre-Peppy Prawn. Are you familiar with Peppy Prawn? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's no Peppy Prawn in this one. I, I also like, it, not a Christmas movie, but the, the one where Gonzo doesn't know where he's from. And he like tries to find... Remember that one? Like his family? Yes. And they were like, you will build a jacuzzi. Yes. <laughs> you remember that? I, rem- I remember that one. See, they're great. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the Muppets. Yeah. Have you been watching the Muppet show that is on now? Or? Okay. I don't I on television. Right. Most people don't. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm living that life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Netflix uh, all the way. <laughs> yeah. Elf, um, you also mentioned another movie that I had just seen, just, I, that I just finally seen from beginning to end, which is the Arnold Schwarzenegger Tour de Force Jingle, Jingle all the, the way. way. The one where he's trying to chase down a turbo man. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen that movie in so long, but I like it's always on my mind when I think about good Christmas movies. It, they've been running on AMC nonstop. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you, well, you're home now. I don't know if you I, I could watch it today. <laughs> but they've been rerunning uh, Jingle All the Way and Christmas with the Cramps, which Cranks. was a nu- Cranks, which yeah. is another one of your favorites. Yes. But the Jingle All the Way, I'm not, I'm not seen from beginning to end ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, okay, this is... It's so... I just love Arnold Schwarzenegger. Very, he's so funny. It's very... Yes, he, he's it, it, he's a very underrated comedic actor. Yeah. I, 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 and, it's, and I don't think... I don't think much of it is intentional. Yeah. It's you, like watching movies with The Rock in it. I just love them all because he's hilarious. The Rock is great, but The Rock is... Like, The Rock, I, he, it's intentional. Yeah. I think with Arnold, with the <laughs> accent and the weird facial expressions, like, I don't think he... I yeah. Don't, I don't know if he's intending, or maybe he is. Maybe he's that much of a genius. Can I tell you, I was watching this little, it was like a promotional ad for this benefit for children in need. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was narrating the whole thing, and it kept panning to him, and then like going away. He was narrating something? It it wasn't narrating it. They trusted him to narrate? He was talking about why he loved this thing. Okay. they're talking and it's very sentimental and all of a sudden you hear a gunshot and he's like oh we're on set don't pay attention to that and then just keeps going oh (laughs) 
I'll send is it to you. Is this a random gum ra- He was like, we're on set, so things explode sometimes. Oh, okay. Something like exploded in the background. Sounded like a gunshot. Yeah, shot. he was like, yeah. eh. He didn't even flinch. The camera guy, the camera like shakes uncontrollably. Okay, it's hilarious. Right, right. Everyone else is freaking out. He's like, oh, yeah, he's I like, no it. big deal. It's like, I got but this. yeah, that's a great movie. Turbo Man. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Turbo Man. Yeah. I, you know, well, there, there are two underrated performances in, uh, in that. Uh, one, Phil Hartman, mm-hmm. who plays a creepy guy going after his wife, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is, uh, and I miss him so much. Phil Hartman. Yeah. He's no longer with us. Oh, no. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that's a story for another podcast. Got but, it. <laughs> but he's no longer with us. But that's, I miss him. But Sinbad, maybe Sinbad's greatest role ever. You know, he's quite good. He's he's good as the the bad. Well, he's not really a bad guy though. Is he is he a bad guy in that movie? If you haven't seen it, uh, basically there's a hot toy. It's I mean, a Turbo he's Man. Supposed to, it's a Turbo know, Man doll. Uh, that's sort Ar- of his. He's the. Yeah, Arnold and and Sinbad are trying to get one for their respective kids. Yeah, it's the only thing their kids want, and they're. They're being good fathers. Yeah. Although they He's both like an antagonist. The basic well, I mean, but the I mean the real heart of the message is they both work too much, they ignore their kids, so yeah. they're trying to make it up so that there's they're basically they're they almost, wait too long to buy the gift. It's yeah. the most popular gift, and right. then he has to go out Christmas Eve yeah, to now, go and buy it. Now they're literally killing each other <laughs> to try to get this this Isn't there like this, a Christmas parade involved? This, like Yeah, there's a yeah, <laughs> see, there's a Christmas parade at the end and, and you know, Sinbad is kind of portrayed as the antagonist, the yep. bad guy. Yeah, I think he gets Carter. He gets Carter away in cuffs at the end. Well, no, he doesn't. There's a happy ending. Now that I remember. Now that don't give it away, man. I'm not gonna give it away. Everybody but, turn on AMC. But he's portrayed as a villain, and I'm like, he's just he's no worse than Arnold's being in this movie. He's it's trying, true, but it's just how this. he's like. Is it bad? He's viewed as the person who's trying to take something away from Arnold because Arnold is like the main dude. Right? Is it messed up that we're both sitting here overanalyzing Jingle, Jingle all the way? No. We're literally no, giving is... like scientific analysis to Jingle All the Way. Come on. This is important stuff. This is important. This is important yeah, stuff this is here. This <laughs> is Christmas we're talking about. We're not messing around. We don't mess around there. with Christmas. Don't mess around with Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you don't. All right. Well, that's that's oh, yeah. that's a good one. That's interesting. Mine, I have two. One, Lay it on me. Die Hard. Die Hard. Have you seen Die Hard? I have. Okay. Yeah. The ultimate Christmas movie, I, I believe, of all time. All right. You have Christmas. You have an exploding building. Mm-hmm. You have Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber. You have uh, the you know the Beethoven score. You have a, the, the, and yeah and uh, you have a happy ending. No no spoilers, but if you haven't seen it, it came out in nineteen eighty. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, like what? <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it we is. We have the whole like box set. Are there three? There are. Well, there are five now. Five. But the the first three are, the first three are like the. The trilogy. Yeah. Kevin was in four. Don't know if you've seen that one. Um, Live Free or Die Hard was four. And then mm-hmm. five was unwatchable, but. Yeah. Unwatchable. Yeah, it was pretty. Was, yeah, five was five was pretty bad. Got it. Yeah, but number one will always be number one in my book. All right. It is. Uh, it is. It, that's a movie I always try to watch multiple times on, over Christmas. I'm hoping AMC will start running Die Hard like back to back, like over and over. They- that's when I could watch it like, 50 million times. But they did like a screening of it recently. Like I think it's this week. Like since I've been away, Die Hard in uh, L.A. Uh, yeah, because uh, Cinespia does uh, movies. Yes, right. Yeah, at like the Hollywood Farmer Cemetery. Also, oh, they'll do it outside. They were gonna do it in a in a theater. Oh no, they can't do it in a theater. the The building that that doubles as Nakatomi Plaza is a real building in L.A. It's the the Fox Building in Century City. Oh yeah! How cool would it be? That would be cool. An outdoor screening but I'm telling at the you, building. They, they definitely 
definitely didn't think that far. It was definitely in a theater. Yeah. But that would be cool. What, how, you should run that by them. <laughs> how awesome would that be? That would be pretty cool. To do an outdoor screening. That would be like a trivia of question. Die Hard outside of... Like, at, hey, in, why are we here? In Naka, like, out, right on the on uh, right outside of Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. I would I would pay, bring a beanbag. Bring yeah, a lawn chair. Right. I would we'll I would sit on the asphalt. I would pay good money to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was in a theater, I think. Yeah. But uh, I was um that was bar none my favorite Christmas movie. Amazing. Yeah, for any anyone keeping score out there, uh, I have I have some tr- I have some notable trivia here. One, Alan Rickman's first movie role. Up until then he'd been doing plays and other really? things. Yes. You know, the great Alan Rickman. Wow. Uh, you know, um uh, who's he playing Harry Potter? Uh, Snape. Oh. Yeah, Snape. Play Snape. You know, we we all know Alan Rickman. Dogma. Another yes. one of my favorite roles. But but uh, Die Hard was was his first role. Wow. Now I mentioned Frank Sinatra before. Yes. And you're asking me what does Frank Sinatra have to do with Die Hard? That is exactly what I asked. Yes. Die Hard is based on a book called uh, I can't wait. Hold on, I'm going to find. Die Hard is based on a book called Nothing Lasts Forever. Now, the book Nothing Lasts Forever is actually a sequel to a book called The Detective. Now, The Detective got turned into a movie starring Frank Sinatra as The Detective. Now, as such, contractually, they're like, well, if we ever make any sequels, we have to ask Frank first. He has the first right. So when they, so since Nothing Lasts Forever, Die Hard is based on this, on this sequel yeah. that Frank Sinatra uh, played the previous role in. So they had to, before they asked anybody else... They had asked Frank Sinatra if he wanted to be John McClane. Frank Sinatra is 73 years, old, 73 years old at this point. And luckily, and he politely declined the role yeah. of John McClane. That's a movie that I would like to see that version. Could you imagine? I would like to see the Frank Sinatra starring John McClane. He would literally just snap his fingers and the mob would so, come yeah, and take care of everything. Yeah, yeah, the rat <laughs> pack or snap there. his fingers like, yippee, <laughs> hey, yippee ki, yeah. yeah. I can't do a Frank Sinatra impression. Can you imagine, though? That, that would, would be, be awesome. Shoot the glass. It would be a different... Shoot the glass, it, baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Completely. It'd be in black and white. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It'd be a different movie. Yeah. But I thought that was a pretty fu- That was a pretty cool side note. That is cool. It, had he said yes, he probably would have not made the movie. Just, yeah. Just, you know, 73 It wouldn't be what it is. Frank Sinatra. Sure. But I, 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 I would love to see somebody animate that, though. Guys, get on it. Yeah. Somebody out there. Can you animate... Somebody. Anim- just, I don't want the whole... I don't even need the whole movie. Animate a scene of Frank Sinatra as John McClane. I haven't looked. I bet somebody you should did do it. a. You should do like a contest. You can send people things. I bet somebody's done it though. Somebody do it. Yeah. Did you um, Did you know uh, Frank Sinatra contractually had to be asked to be John McClane for Die Hard? Yes. Oh, you did. You did. You knew that. I, I only knew it because when we were doing that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You looked it up. It's a, it's a weird. Because he was in a movie uh, based on the. Plot. Yeah, yeah. So they had to ask him uh, since it was technically a sequel. I thought that was. Luckily, he declined. But How I thought, funny! I thought that was well, funny. disagree with that. Yeah, I I would like to see somebody anim. I was saying I would like to see somebody animate that film, just like a scene. Yeah. How funny! Whoa! Yippee ki yay, baby! Like yeah, I can't. Oh, Frank. It sounds more like Bob Dylan. Frankie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Are you a fan of uh, the Home Alone series? I am. I am. I think that's another one that's up there. It's pretty up there. The first one. Lo- lo- the Lost- first one. I like- Lost in New York is good because they, they that Christmas magic from in New York City. They mm-hmm. I think they capture that pretty well. Yeah. But it's 
I mean, it's basically the same, but in New York and a toy yeah, store. Yeah, that's and, the thing. It's just like the same movie twice. But but seeing guys getting hit with hot irons and like tripping around each other, it's still. It's great. It's a really great. And movie. if it's Joe Pesci and yeah. It always kind of gave me this like. You know, in like um, 101 Dalmatians, yes. when the guys come and they sure. try to get like the dogs and yes. everything, like that's what those guys remind me of. Oh, the wet like, bandits remind like, me remind you of the the Dalmatian kidnappers. Yeah, that's what they remind me a of. Good parallel. They always, yeah, it's a weird thing in my brain, but it's, a, it's an excellent parallel. Hey, do what I can, guys. Yes. <laughs> now, my question always was, uh, you know, that, that storm comes, knocks out all the all the electricity, right? Uh-huh. And I guess it knocked down the phone lines. Which mm-hmm. is why no one could call in or out of the yeah. the the Kevin the McAllister house. Yeah. But yet later on, Kevin orders a pizza via the phone. Did you ever did that, did that ever no. did you ever did you ever wonder about that plot no. hole? No. And you know, and, and no one ever you know, so he can't call out. He can't call the cops. Cops can't, and and his parents can't call him to make sure he's okay. Yeah. So there's a whole mad scramble. Wow. Yeah. Not that it, not that it matters, but. There's always something. Yeah. Always something. So here's to Macaulay Culkin. And to anybody. What a cute kid. To all you guys out there, uh, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. You filthy animal. Yeah. (laughs) You filthy animal. All right. Well, that's all I got for all the Christmas cheer to spread to everybody. Yeah. Is there, well, I was going to ask you, uh, you know, say, is there anything you want for Christmas? I asked, I asked Mike the same question, and he was he, he he gave me the weirdest answers. Is this your Mike and Mike? It is, yeah, yeah. Well, we're Mike doing it. Not here. Well, we didn't record one last I year. I am so. a yeah. He he took the day off. I right? am I'm Michelle Zapsick. Yeah, Michelle Zapsick. Oh yeah, did I tell you this? So we went uh, went to that Christmas party, and she was in the city, so she came up later, and Mike didn't go. So uh, the, and they were very adamant about the list. Like you weren't unless you weren't getting up. Yeah. So we told her to to say she was Michelle Zapsick, like it was a typo. Right. And, and it, it, worked. It, it worked, yeah. It worked. <laughs> it he worked. texted the person who wrote the list, and she probably thought it was like a, a typo, yeah. a, like an autocorrect. To Homeland Security. <laughs> yeah, that's a TSA. Do not let the five foot girl that's, in. <laughs> that's an egregious. Uh, that's an egregious lapse in security. Could you so, imagine? Yeah. So everybody, say hello to Michelle Zapsik. I am Michelle Zapsik. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Well, Michael, we're going to record. Uh, we're doing another episode tomorrow. So Michael, Michael, oh. will be back. No, no, no. We're just going to do another episode tomorrow. We can talk about it as Christmas. Yeah. Mike was like, oh, I want world peace. I want... What do I, I want for Christmas? Yeah, I want... Um, you know, I want to see Star Wars early. I'm like, dude, no. What do you want? Tangible? I want to see Star Wars early. Yeah, he said something like that. Or, oh, I, actually, I can talk to you about this. Uh, we've both seen the movie The Room with Tommy Wiseau. Yes. Yeah, I took you to your first Live. showing. At, uh, at the... Uh, we saw at, it at, at the... In Westwood, California, we threw spoons, we threw footballs. I yeah. took you and Mike and Rob Bruce for their first viewing. Yeah. It was funny because we went to Diddy Reese, and as we were walking to the theater, we were like, oh, we should have kept our spoons. And I'm like, what is oh, happening? Oh, yeah. I was like, what are you talking <laughs> like, about? like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, one of the guys who played, uh, he played um, uh, the guy, God, what was his name? Uh, one of the guys who was in the movie wrote a book about his friendship with Tommy Wiseau, who plays Tommy in the movie. Yeah. They used to live together. And uh, the whole making the movie, uh, it's called The Disaster Artist. Amazing book, especially if you're a fan of the room. They're turning that book into a movie. Really? James Franco, Seth Rogen. Wait, I think I heard about this. Yeah, they're shooting now. They started a week ago. Yeah. I feel like I heard about that. You might have told me about it. James Franco is playing Tommy Wiseau. He's donning that big, weird black wig. Yeah, you know, Lisa, you're tearing, Lisa, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. Yes. 
Oh my god, it's gonna be awesome. That movie, I literally had no idea what I was watching. I'm like, what? Oh, when I took you guys? Yeah. I, I, well, slowly, you gave me no preface. Like, I can't. You can't. Well, I can't, yeah, I know you can't even, preface that. Even if really I did, <laughs> even if I did try to describe like, it to you, it wasn't gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So, it was a good time. Yeah. I'm glad I got to go see yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's the other thing Mike wanted for Christmas was that early. He wanted to see it. Or I'm like, dude, they just started filming. It's yeah. impossible. So he danced around it. I don't know if I want anything for Christmas. That's a good answer. Yeah. I'm sure there's something you want, but... I could use one of these microphones. Oh, a Shure, uh, a Shure 55SH microphone? Absolutely. Well, may Santa grant you a Shure hey. microphone under three. Come on, Santa. Something that every, every person should have, but especially if you're a singer or a podcaster. Yeah. This is... Uh, the mics we use are the same ones that Elvis used back in the day. It, huh. In fact, the, the mics we are talking into now are now referred to as the Elvis mic. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, the only thing I want is a... 41 inch stuffed cat. <laughs> it's, uh, yes, if you're, Pusheen. If you're familiar with the Pusheen, the, yes. internet, the internet cat Pusheen, they make a 41 inch. I did get inch. a secret Pusheen. You got a secret Pusheen? I did get a secret Pusheen delivered to Los Angeles. I want a secret Pusheen, mm-hmm. but I want the 41 inch one. The 41 inch one. Yeah, it, it's a big, It, it look. It, it's probably bigger than I am. Just so, just so everyone's aware, I'm yeah. only 60 inches big. Right. <laughs> Like that's how tall I am. Yeah, so that so would make 41 me forty-one inches. Yeah, <laughs> is, is a lot of Samantha. Yes, <laughs> it is a forty-one inch stuffed cat. Mm-hmm. Retails for a little over three hundred dollars. That's so much money. I'm a forty-one-year-old man who wants a, stu- a giant stuffed cat for Christmas. Hey, it's the only thing I want. Pusheen. Yeah. What do you get the man who has the greatest of friends, the greatest of family, uh, the greatest of coworkers? Uh, stuffed 41 inch stuffed cat so absolutely yeah so I don't even know he's gonna fit. he's gonna be bigger than our Christmas tree and then yeah and if I did get him I don't even know what I'd do with him <laughs> where would he need his own bedroom <laughs> yes he would but just for the I just wanted to see what you wanted for Christmas yeah, yeah. that is nothing I really alright sure microphone really I'll, uh, I'll let sure we'll let sure know come that come on sure we'll let sure know that I'll record everything on it yeah as as <laughs> as do we how do our podcast sound so amazing Sure, microphones. It's the microphone, man. Yes. All right. The magic of the mic. Yes. Speaking of Mike, he will be he will be back. Thank you for thank you for filling in for him though. Of course, anytime. We really, really appreciate it. Of course. It's always fun being back here. Samantha really everybody, Grammy nominee, but most importantly, friend. Uh, check her out. Facebook, Samantha Aurelio, Twitter, Samantha Aurelio at Samantha Aurelio. I'm all uh, over the interwebs. Yes. Ban- Sam- Samantha Aurelio at bank.bandcamp.com. Uh, you're on iTunes. You're Everywhere you're on Instagram. I'm you're also I'm on, on Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, yes, Facebook, yes, all of the things, all over, all over. Yeah, so check her out. She'll be back. But yeah. Welcome. This is a uh, another first. Your uh, first uh, um, first time on the mic, the Ming and Mike show. It's true. Yeah. It's true. I'm making my debut, and it won't be the last. And thank you, thank, thank you for letting me join. Thank you, and happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy holidays, everybody. Send your Christmas cards. 